0: Welcome to the Mindful and Melanated Podcast. I am your host, Judith Gill, an astrologer, a mindset coach, and an advocate for all things intersectional. This podcast is for the melanated many who seek sociocultural specific ways to navigate personal development. I'm here to share, educate, and cultivate a safe space. Thanks for stopping by. Hello, my little cosmic cuties, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm sure if you are new here, you've seen nothing different. But if you are an oldie but a goodie, you know that I changed some things around for this podcast. And honestly, I feel so much better about it. Based on where I want to take this podcast, I really want it to be a safe space for people of color. I want them to see the cover art, I want them to see the description, to hear the content, and recognize that this is really for us. You know, this is our safe space for us that we cultivate, that we feel we can relate to. So, I just want to thank everyone in advance for supporting the new art, the new direction. Um, It's still going to be mindset. It's still going to be astrology. It's just I wanted to make sure that it was very evident that the perspective and the lens that I'm providing are for people of color. Now that I have gotten that out of the way, the first thing that I definitely want to talk about is how to manifest when you aren't feeling positive or how to manifest when life really isn't going your way or when you are so weighed down by the socio-political, socio-economic situations that are happening around us. I'm from the US and we know that this has turned into a dystopia here, but literally it's a problem for people of color everywhere, right? To find safe space, to find belonging and to build themselves up Due to just these systems of oppression that are around us. And that can take a toll, right? Even if it's, I mean, it could be otherworldly, but I'm talking about from a personal perspective, personal experiences. When you're just not feeling it, but you really have things you want in your life that you want to manifest in your life, and you look at like the spiritual community or the mindset community, and all of them are talking about like affirmations, positive energy, and trying to imagine what you want, like that's not necessarily easy. For many of us, it's definitely not easy for us who have been told our entire lives that we can't get there, that we won't get there, that there's a limit to our success. I would just wanna say this those systems are not gonna change because we think that they're gonna change, right? Like our thoughts do not change the outside thing that we can't control. And that's the difference between the mindset of someone who would be a white counterpart. To the mindset of someone who's not white. We know that our thoughts don't create those results. <laughs> those results are independent of what we think. That happens to be an obstacle, yes, in our capability, but we have to treat it as a factor nonetheless. And when you're taken up, right, by just being tired, over hustling, like just this boss babe culture, and you're trying to manifest and you're trying to manifest and For whatever reason, it's just not coming through. There are some things that I want you to do and there are some things that I want you to learn before you give up on the thing that you really want that you know is for your best good. I have a perfect example of me not being in the most positive light, not necessarily feeling love and light and rainbows. Honestly, having a really, really, really tough time. Really just not seeing anything kind of um, evolve in my life and still, still manifesting what I wanted. I'll give you the story. I promise it won't be long. Long story short, after Roe v. Wade was overturned, I told myself, I'm gonna go be an MP midwife. I'm gonna go help black and brown women you know, have at-home births, and I'm gonna create an organization that helps them do it for free. I'm not a nurse. I would have needed to go into a direct entry program to nurse practitioner. I found the one program in New York that... Does it the quickest, which is 15 months. And that's Columbia University and Ivy League (laughs) and Ivy League University. Now, everything about getting into Columbia shook me. Right, I needed to complete so many classes over again by the time um, that their their classes would start. That would mean a lot of money. I was in the middle of a move. I was in the middle of having a lot of clinical anxiety. Um, I was in the middle. I was just doing all the things at once when I made this decision to go for it. And I spent all possible time while I was going through the toughest times envisioning getting that congratulations, envisioning getting that email. Harder shit started to happen, right? Just like money problems and moving and a lot of emotional and mental turmoil. Um, Anything that you can think of happened during this time. Anything and everything It was really just a downward spiral of my physical, mental, and emotional health. I will say that the first thing I did was I did go and get help. I have a therapist. I have a physician. I have my family. You know, I really leaned into the resources that were available to me, even in my job. So I didn't necessarily just continue to indulge in the negative emotion, I was an active participant in trying to minimize it. And I want you to think about this as in when it's raining outside. If it's raining outside and you really want to wear sandals, you're going to be sad that you can't wear sandals. You also can't change the fact that it's raining. But what you can do is grab an umbrella and some rain boots and hope for the best, right? And minimize your ability to get wet. And although it doesn't look exactly the way you want it to look, you avoid bigger mishaps by just using the resources at your availability. And that's the first thing that I recommend when you're sitting in this negative emotion and you're trying to manifest. You have to be an active participant in minimizing that inner turmoil now that's not easy and if anyone needs additional resources please let me know that's the first thing that i did the second thing was i didn't stop doing what was required of me to get the thing simply because i was in a bad place now based on my grades in undergrad i had some health issues that affected my grades sophomore and junior year and although i finished off on a high note Columbia's GPA requirement is higher than where I was. So I took all these classes. I got A's, I got B pluses, and my science GPA, great. Now, still, I was battling a whole bunch of imposter syndrome. I would be the first person to get into an Ivy League school. I would be the first person to be, you know, an NP midwife, someone... We do have doctors in my in my family, but that's my extended family, right? My immediate family... I would be the first one to even go remotely into the medical field. And honestly, I was worried that I just wasn't going to be good enough. I just wasn't going to be chosen. But I was so sure that this is the path that I needed. That even if Columbia wasn't the way to go, I was still going to do the work. I was still going to figure out what, what I needed to do, what other methods or resources I had to get to the result. And the thing is that a lot of us are married to the plan. Right, And because the plan makes us feel safe and secure, and this society does not, we get married to the plan that we have. We get married to the steps that we create, to the overall vision that we have for ourselves from the step-by-step process. Instead of just honoring the fact that if that result really comes for your best good, you're going to find a way, even if it looks ugly. Even if the rain boots is a poop green if the point is to get to that store or get to that class or whatever, you're gonna put the boots on. You're gonna grab the you're gonna grab the umbrella that is hanging off to the side, and you're gonna get to where you need to go. It doesn't have to look pretty. It doesn't even have to feel comfortable. So dealing with imposter syndrome and navigating that negative emotion, those are realities in our world those are expectations basically i mean if you don't have to navigate that that's amazing but right now we're talking about manifesting when we're not feeling our best right so another thing is like i said so the thing that i that i focused on the most was the visualization and my journaling i did so much visualization i would do it before i went to bed at night i would do my visualizations What I also did was I would also use a lot of vibrations. So I would do vibration music on on YouTube and I would have them play right before bed. I would also do like hypnotherapy before bed to work through my negative thoughts so that I was able to minimize the negative emotion. And like I said, I didn't necessarily feel that there was a change on a day by day basis, but we're talking a full six months. A full six months, which is what? A full moon cycle. I did this for a full moon cycle. And guess what? I was still put on a wait list. And when I was put on the wait list, I immediately thought, you know, my Um, because my grades were great my grades were great so it wasn't about the grades I immediately started seeing you know the interview video they just felt like maybe I was too aggressive or my essays may have been too assertive or may have been too pro-black or pro-indigenous or pro-immigrant you know I was like this society just isn't ready for what I'm willing to say that I am and also and also not but and also, I'm not changing what I want to do. So I I didn't let that affect me. I continued taking the class that I needed to take, which was just one more. Thank goodness, I passed the class. I got my good grade and I, you know, I'm further eligible. So I got waitlisted and immediately I started asking my questions like I started asking all the questions like what was this all for? What was all this heartache, all this hard work, all this effort, all this visualization? What was it all for? And I didn't get an answer, right? We don't get answers to why our life goes in a particular way until we're ready to receive that answer. Because the actual answer was, all of it was for your better good. All of it was for your personal development. All of it was for your lesson on patience. I'm not a patient person. I recognize that that is a constant like work in progress for me. And, but if somebody would have told me that when I got waitlisted immediately after that, I would not have known what to do with that information. But as I just kept going, I told myself, you know what? This might have not been the path. I'm just going to focus on other ways to serve my community, my community being Black and Brown women. I just poured myself into the spiritual, socio cultural, economic forms of help, educating and connecting spiritually, and really gaining the wisdom from a different place that wasn't. College to do that. And not even a month after I decided that I was going to help this community anyways because that is the point and it didn't really even matter when I went to school for this, I was still going to do this. Once I let go of the expectation that the manifestation needed to be linear, that the result needed to be linear, that everything was supposed to be look pretty in a step-by-step process. Once I let go of that, I got an email saying that I was actually accepted. So that in itself should tell you everything that you need to know about manifestation. The first thing is you do not need to be rainbow and butterflies and in a positive light or energy to manifest what you want. It literally has to be for your best good and you have to let go of the attachment of what you think it's going to look like. That is literally the most important thing about manifesting. Another thing, you have to step away from the expectation that it's going to happen after a certain amount of time. Mine happened in six months, but I was born to do this this way. Mine happened in six months, but mind you, this is six months after I've been thinking about this for two and a half years. Okay, so it's very easy to be like, oh, in six months, she just turned on this light switch and all of this happened. No, there are lessons that you have to learn. There are things that you have to mature and grow with, especially that was my Saturn return, the two and a half years saturn aquarius that was me a lot of lessons a lot of ego removal right like just over ego a lot of action that didn't take the thought process that didn't have the patience so when you're manifesting and you're in this negative form and things just aren't working out think about what is motivating you to manifest this thing is it validity is it relevancy is it acknowledgement is it ego? Do you just want to be like somebody else so you can have all the things? What is actually motivating you? Think about where your ego is at and think about what is actually motivating you to want to manifest this thing. Because not all that we want is good for us and not all that we want is meant for us. And when you stop attaching yourself to the thing and making it mean something about you, it becomes a lot easier to accept it when it comes instead of Thinking it needs to look a particular way in order for you to think that it worked. Sometimes the things that we ask for don't come in the package that we think that it should. And we totally miss the mark. And like I said, I spent two and a half years really marinating this idea of doing this work. I've spent my entire life really knowing that this is kind of the work that I want to do. And every single time I deviated from it, I was brought right back to it. So this is a long time coming. And manifestation is not linear. And manifestation doesn't package itself in the right way. And neither do you, right? You have a right to feel whatever emotion that you feel and still deserve what is meant for you. So when people tell you, oh, manifestation, you have to be in a positive, blah, blah, blah. No, you don't. No, you do not. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to feel all the emotions. But you have to be an active participant, right? Because the the moon ritual or the candle or the incense is not going to suddenly make it work for you. It's not going to suddenly make you take action. It is a tool. It is a tool that helps you align to the energy that allows you to do the thing. And I honestly can say, when I was manifesting, every single time that I'm manifesting and I'm in a dark place or in a... A, an emotional or mental turmoil place, I immediately go to my ancestors. I immediately go to ancestral wisdom, immediately go into prayer, immediately go into all of these things. I ask elders, I ask all of the things that I have in my spiritual vault because that is the wisdom that we have, a resource that many of us are not tapping into. But it's a resource that is available to us because it is a lineage that we have. And so tapping into the resources that you have is a major key, especially spiritually, because it comes from generations of energy. This is generations of energy. And if we're looking for ways to align ourselves energetically, Guess what's going to help? There, uh, there's this saying that says, um, they're in numbers. How many spirits or souls or entities do you think have been ritualizing a particular thing? That is a lot of numbers. That is a lot of energy, and we are not tapping into it the way we need to. So it's something it's an endeavor that I highly recommend. is for you to tap into whatever lineage, whatever spiritual method you have to help you. Okay? It's great to adopt and adapt to different things that we see that we feel called to, but there's nothing like falling into your own lane to move forward into your own lane. Trust me, babes, trust me. It's going to change the it's going to change the game. It really is. The last thing I want to say about manifesting when you're in negative emotion is that sometimes when we're being told that we need to do affirmations, We're doing the affirmations for the sake of it, but we're not actually believing what we're saying. We're not actually believing that we're going to get the thing. We don't actually believe that things happen for our best good. We're not actually there where we believe the thing that we're saying that we're supposed to be believing. That is okay. When you're in this space, you have to work with what you've got, right? I've said it over and over again. The resources that you have, believe it or not, your voice, your ability to speak, that is a resource, So what I do here is I work with a conditional. If I can't say I will be getting this job, right? If If I say that and I just don't believe it, then I have to say it's possible I can get this job. This job is a job I can do. This job is a job I'm qualified to do. This job is a job that I may enjoy you work with the may you work with the should you sh- you work with the could you can work with the conditional verbiage because it's still an affirmation in possibility and although we may have issues with believing what is possible for us we have the ability to dream we have the ability to visualize those things are not things that society takes away from us so use the conditional you know use the conditional. And again, be realistic about why you're manifesting the thing that you want. Where is it actually coming from? Is the ego being overused here? Because we need to be fucking for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, We need to know that if we're doing it for validation, societal validation, that may not necessarily align with what we're actually supposed to be doing. And I want to say the last thing, because this has happened with a couple of of people that I've spoken to this has happened with a couple of clients that I've had recently you know they are they believe that they have a purpose they're taking steps towards something and they're like yeah but like I'm waiting for that spark for that passion for like the light bulb to light up and t- feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing this is this is the way I'm supposed to be let me tell you something not everyone comes into this plane knowing what they want to do knowing what their purpose is going to look like especially if this is a completely new path for you if you are the first generation to do anything it may not feel like a light bulb because where are you supposed to get the like cellular memory from from what from nothing no one has been there before you you're not you don't have any memory of it so you're not going to recognize it even if it's staring you in the face So when you're feeling negative emotion about something that you feel like you're supposed to be doing this, but it doesn't necessarily feel like a passion or a spark or a recognition of that path, give yourself the grace to recognize like, I've never been here before and neither has anyone in my lineage. Neither has anyone that I come from. It's not supposed to feel familiar. It's supposed to feel new. It's supposed to feel hard. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that doesn't mean that you don't get to na- navigate negative emotion. That doesn't mean that you have to have a smile on your face every single time you do a new moon ritual. That's just not, that's just not the way we work. It's not, it's not fair to you to think that if you don't look a particular way, you're not worthy of a particular thing. And that is something that we are consciously or subconsciously told or taught throughout our entire lives. And so you don't need to continue to adopt that thought. You get to be worthy of whatever, no matter what you're feeling. And in that, you should be taking active participation in your manifestation through all the ways that I've mentioned. Because you are worthy, because you should get it, because you're here for a purpose, because your purpose can be significant. And the only person that's making it insignificant is you. And if you're choosing not to manifest because you're not in the right state of mind, you're missing out. Now, if it requires some psychiatric or therapy-based work, absolutely do that. I am a huge advocate for mental health. Y'all know this, you know, but if it's just a mindset thing, if it's really just you having limiting expectations or limiting beliefs about yourself, and that is what's stopping you from really cultivating that manifestation, you are doing yourself a disservice. Because like I said, it was the pandemic, And I told myself, you know what? I think I want to do this. That was 2020. We're in 2023. It was a full-on Saturn cycle (laughs) and at least four or five different moon cycles. You know, so recognize that nothing is ever going to look exactly the way that you want it to look. That's just not the way society is built for us. But that doesn't mean that you can't get the result that you want. And that's the whole point of manifestation, Stop making it about the steps there. Start making it about just the result that you want and doing whatever it is that you have to do and accepting whatever gets in your way or whatever is given to you by the universe that facilitates that path. No matter how weird it looks, no matter how deviated it, you may think that it is. Um, I'm going to start posting a lot more of like herbal, ritualistic kind of things on my Instagram. So if you would like, you can feel free to follow me on there. Um, I can also talk about which lessons you'd have to navigate, you know, because my Saturn Aquarius kicked my ass. That's That Saturn return, like, whoo. But you know what? I'm thankful. I'm thankful because I learned exactly what I needed to learn. And I bring so much more of that perspective into this new phase of my life. And it informs me in such a way that I know so deeply that I'm doing the right thing. That I'm doing, I'm, I'm at, I'm where I'm supposed to be. And no one's going to take that from me. And not political things, not socioeconomic things, not socio-cultural things. You can't take it from me. That's the point of manifestation. For you to align to something that's so for you that the external circumstances literally cannot take it from you. And if that's not the case, then we need to reevaluate what your purpose is. We need to reevaluate what your options are. Anyways, my loves, I hope that that was either inspiring or educational or... Any of the above, whatever spectrum of the of the things. But I also do wanna say, um, I'm getting a lot of people that are about to hit their Saturn return this year. They really want to get the best out of the Saturn return. And if you already post your Saturn return like me, you need to examine what lessons you were taught. Because Saturn wants nothing but for you to master the thing. And if you don't master it, you're gonna keep repeating it. And that does affect your manifestation work. Because if you're manifesting something that requires a lesson you haven't accepted, then you're also not going to be able to get there. All in all, you can find me on Instagram. You can book me on there. I would love to connect with all of you. Thank you so much for listening in. Please subscribe or share or tag me that you've listened on Instagram. I would love to connect with you all. I love you all so much and I will talk to you next time. Bye.